Whether you're streaming, gaming, video chatting, or doing it all at once, GigSpeed Internet from Xfinity makes you a multitasking champion. That's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. Wow, how things can change from one week to the next. Hey, hope everybody out there is staying healthy. I know everything is super crazy. We feel disoriented by the COVID-19 virus. It's more important than ever to stay connected and check in with your loved ones. That's why I'm so happy I've got T-Mobile. Listen, T-Mobile isn't just talking the talk. They're taking measures right now to make life easier for everyone by doing the right thing for their customers during this really critical time. For example, T-Mobile has ensured all current customers with data plans have access to unlimited smartphone data on their network for two months. We're all in this together. T-Mobile truly believes that. And while many T-Mobile stores are temporarily closed to help keep customers and employees healthy, they've still got you covered with any help you need. Just check out T-Mobile.com. You can see what stores are still open and how you can manage your account online. Stay safe out there. During congestion, customers using more than 50 gigs a month may notice reduced speeds prioritization. Video typically at 480p, capable device required. It is your Classic Metal Show right here on the ClassicMetalShow.com. Kicking off the show tonight, we heard uh, something new from Metal Church from the Vault release with uh, For No Reason. And we just heard something there from uh, the brand new Ross the Boss from their Born of Fire release. And this one, that one goes out to everybody out there dealing with this uh, nonsense. Fight the fight. And the guy who is uh, putting up a good fight. Like the rest of us, my good friend and partner Chris Aiken. What's going on, Chris? Uh, it's been very uneventful this week. Can't can't figure out quite why. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's going on. Can't figure it out. I, you know, I didn't go anywhere, and I didn't hear about anybody else going anywhere this week. Quite yeah. the boring week. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't you know in all my years I don't ever recall where an entire country is locked down. Or an entire planet? Is it, anybody? Is is there anywhere in the world that's open? Not. I I don't know. I mean, I I have purposely just ignored everything. I have not watched the media. I have not looked at social media. I have not uh, followed anything because it's just it's ridiculous hysteria. Yeah, it is. It's it's crazy talk, and people are losing their fucking minds. But I'm with you. I haven't I haven't watched any news. None. I don't care. Once they said my businesses were closed, I was like, okay, well, I'll just kind of wait it out and see. Yeah. You know, see if I see if I get to open again or not. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't want to. I don't care what your opinion is. I don't care what your thoughts are. You know, yeah. I, I don't know anything more than you do. So why do I want to hear what you have to think or say about anything? I don't care. Well, you know, everybody has all of a sudden become a, uh, you know, a physicist, a doctor, and a politician all this week. Yeah, it's I know. Amazing. Well, which is which is why I've avoided uh, listening or watching or or keeping up with anything because I'm at at this point I don't care. I I have yeah. I have listened to uh, Mark Levin. Uh, okay. He's had a few uh, you know experts on some real people who are disease doctors, and right. uh, he got their take on it, and that was enough. It's more than I need. All I need to know is. Can I, can I file, when can I file to get my mortgage pushed back? And when can I file for my SBA loans? <laughs> Anything else? Don't give a fuck. People are dying. Don't give a fuck. People aren't dying. Don't give a fuck. Right. Honestly, don't give a fuck. As long as as long as everybody in my little circle of people's okay, don't give a fuck. Right. Simple as that. Yeah. 
Well, uh, I've been actively working every day uh, up until yesterday. Uh, the right. uh, you know I work in Illinois, and so the uh, the Illinois governor, along with uh, the uh, lesbian mayor of uh, Chicago, uh, came out uh, yesterday and basically said, "Yep, yeah, as of five o'clock today, that is today Saturday, uh, yeah. we're we're shutting down until April seventh. Okay. I don't know how they chose April seventh, but April seventh. <laughs> They threw a dart at a calendar, probably. Apparently, it's just like, why April 7th? That's a Tuesday. Why Why a Tuesday? Because that's clearly the day that everything will be clear. Okay. You know, so <laughs> that's clear day. Is, you didn't get the memo from coronavirus headquarters <laughs> that April 7th is the day that they're going to stop killing people? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's bizarre. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I'm going to go to work on Monday, and uh, we're going to figure out you know exactly what our plan of action is between you know monday and april 7th oh there you go i'll be i'll be setting you up for interviews that's what the plan (laughs) of action will be so uh we'll we'll figure it out uh but uh, anyway i hope everybody is safe and and doing okay and uh you know riding out the storm as it were and uh you know not losing your mind our our good I don't know. Why would people be losing their mind after fucking six days or whatever? I don't, That's the part I don't get. I don't I don't know the answer. I just think it's all psychological. I guess. I, I mean, it's it's just kind of a weird thing that that more or less you you become unplugged. You know, everybody is in their routine. They either go to work every day or they do whatever it is that they do. And their whole life has been unplugged. And it's like, now what do I do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are. I, I just am amazed that. Everybody that bitches and moans that they have to work too much, that they work too many hours, that, you know, my job sucks and I always got to go in, whatever. Now you're at fucking home. Enjoy it. Relax. It's been six fucking days. Yeah. Stop with, stop with the hysteria. Let's get some things off the table right now. <clears throat> you're not going to lose your home. You're not. They're not going to let 200 million people be fucking homeless. So you're not going to lose your home. And pretty much everything else is going to be fucking covered on some way, some fashion, whether it's through services or unemployment or food services or whatever the fuck. Everything's going to be sort of handled. You know, is are things going to be the same? Probably not. But, you know, you're not going to you're not going to be homeless. So stop fucking panicking. You know, when history is written about this 100 years from now, they're going to say, well, there was this terrible calamity virus and it almost took out the world and. And these people stood strong against it. It's the one time in history that you don't have to go off to battle to save the fucking world. You get to sit home, watch reruns of fucking 80s movies and chill. So just (laughs) relax. Yeah. Well, you know, and and this is not to, uh, you know, lessen the severity of this. But, you know, I've listened to a a couple of, you know, uh, disease specialists, doctors, not politicians, but these are actually doctors. And uh, the only thing that makes this virus, uh, what do you want to call, have any impact yeah. is that it's quick, fast spreading. That, that's right. that's what it is. But as far as the dangerousness of it, as far as it being any more dangerous than the flu or, or you know, SARS or any other type of virus that, that we've encountered over the years, whether it's the avian bird flu or the... Or the uh, swine flu, or it's not any. Yeah, it's not any more deadly than any of those. 
in in fact it's less less deadly than those it just it just spreads a lot quicker and again uh you know looking at the statistics of the normal flu that goes around every year uh mm-hmm. we lose 35 to 65 million people or 65,000 people uh, a year uh, here in the states alone just from the flu yeah but you never hear about that you know and how how many deaths have we had so far from this uh this virus i think it's what 50 Oh, dude, I have no, I, I'm not paying any attention. Yeah. I, I, when I say I am unplugged, I'm completely yeah, unplugged. Yeah, I get it. But my point is, is that, is that we've had, we have worse things out there, mm-hmm. but, but yet the, this reaction to this is just unprecedented. Yeah. People are freaking out. That's for damn sure. Yeah. So well, whatever. So I'll find out what my fate is on Monday, as far as, you know, what I'm going to do as far as, uh, as handling business well let me know because i've got a brian Tichi interview just screaming for you to do it all right so i i'm more than happy to start giving you interviews and slow me down a little bit right exactly so anyway here we are uh you know i i was getting some texts from my our good friend sal last night yeah and he's like can we start the show already <laughs> like, oh. what are you doing sal <laughs> Friday night, you're already begging for the show. <clears throat> yeah, I had I had the similar thing. I had somebody that hit me up during the week and said, "Well, since everybody's off this week, do you think that maybe you guys will do a couple shows during the week too?" I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, no, I don't. I really don't think we will. How about that? Yeah, we're we're, we're your home entertainment. Yeah, what am I? Am I your fucking dancing monkey? Yeah." Get up on stage and dance, monkey. How about this, cocksucker? Why don't you fucking get on there and entertain me? Yeah. You fuckwad. I've been giving you entertainment every Saturday for seven fucking years. Your turn, fuckface. <laughs> Holy shit. That's funny. Yeah, I couldn't believe I... Dude, the, the level of stupidness that I've been encountering this week has been crazy. I literally got a call today from a family... Wondering if pinball PA was open. He calls up at 11 o'clock. It's like, yeah, I got a family of five. I want to come down today. We're just making sure you guys are open and seeing what the cost would be. And it's like, where do you live, pal? Or, or, do you live in PA? Yeah. Are you aware that PA is shut down? Yeah. Are you coming in from the moon, sir? <laughs> I mean, holy fuck. Where would, <laughs> you know, everything's closed. Well, what maybe maybe he's doing? one of those people who doesn't pay attention to the news either. Could be, but you got to think he's out there with his family going, God damn, there's nobody out here today. Yeah. It's the most empty the road's ever been. Yeah, they cleared the roads just for me. Yeah, I'm the emperor. They're opening the doors for me. <laughs> I, I will say, though, for the last week, driving yeah. driving into uh, Chicago, uh, I, I take the Indiana toll road, and, and I have to pass through a couple toll booths. Right. I got to say, it's pretty damn nice rolling through the toll booth without any cars in the way. Oh, I'm sure. Well, just for the record, my commute hasn't changed at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I will give I will give these up uh, some of these politicians a little bit of credit. Uh, you know, I had to watch. We watched the uh, announcement by Governor Pritzker and, and uh, the uh, the mayor of Chicago give their 
their announcement yesterday afternoon at three o'clock about you know the uh, uh, shelter at home order that that was going okay. into effect and you know I, right. I I had to give them credit that at least they were very very clear to tell people you don't need to go to the stores and hoard everything it's not necessary the stores are going to remain open the 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 supply chain to the stores are going to continue. There's no right. reason for you to grab up everything, you know, grab up all the toilet paper and all the meat and whatever. Yeah. The stores are open. The gas stations are open. Nothing is yeah. happening. There's not a shortage of anything. No need to go hoarding. No, not at all. Yeah, I don't know what people are thinking. And, and the toilet paper thing is a mystery to me. Of all the things that you would hoard, toilet paper seems like it'd be the last thing. I mean... Of all the things you want to waste, a ch I mean, what I, I usually buy a case of toilet paper anyway, because I'm a bulk shop kind of a guy. <laughs> yeah. And, and I can tell you a case of toilet paper, 96 rolls of toilet paper costs between 40 and $60, depending okay. on what you buy. Okay. 40 at a time where a lot of people don't have income coming in. You can literally pull your pants down and drag your ass on the grass <laughs> and fucking wipe your ass. Right. You know? If, if you're spending 40 to $60 on that and not buying, oh, I don't know, canned food or water or stuff like that, you're a fucking idiot. Toilet paper? Come on. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, it's 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 really bizarre. I, I, I don't get it. I mean, I've gone to the store uh, twice in the last two weeks. And uh, fortunately, the, the store that I go to, the grocery store that I go to, I have mm -hmm. really not noticed any difference at all. I haven't seen bare shelves and produce picked over and all this other stuff. I have not seen that. They've done a really good job at keeping things in check. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I haven't seen people acting just out crazy, pulling shopping cart loads of food and shit out of there. Right. I've seen people do what seems to me the normal shopping that I see any other time I go there. So it seems like people have been fairly rational, at least around where I live. Right. But when you get into the city situations, that's where people seem to go, go nutty. Yeah. Well, you know me, I don't do stores. So oh, I know you again, don't again, no difference in my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, is the store that I go to, I mean, I can literally look out the studio window and see the rooftop of it. That's how close I am to it. So, all right, so it, there you go. It's just so close and very convenient to me. And I don't buy that much anyway. I just pick up a few items and I'm not back out of there. But, well, and, and and let's be real. If you're if you're at the point that you're hoarding toilet paper, are you aren't you also at the point that you're eating less? <laughs> you would think so. So you would need less toilet paper. <laughs> you, you would think so. You would think that if you if if you're really trying to conserve, you're gonna you're gonna start eating a little bit less. You're not gonna eat three meals and a snack and whatever during the day. You're gonna cut down to two or one meal. So if you're cutting down to two or one meal, that's that automatically is hoarding toilet paper. It's hoarding it up your ass for not for <laughs> lack of meat. Yeah, it's too Holy funny. But I, I'll tell you what, though, I, I did experience something kind of bizarre or different. Mm -hmm. I won't say it's bizarre. I'll say it's just different. Okay. Typically, when I go to the store, yeah. you know, I, I just go in there, grab up two or three items that I need, and, and I'm back out the gate. Right. No problem. Mm -hmm. In and out. 
I don't really converse with anybody. I don't, uh, I don't sit there and say, Oh, look at the produce here. Dad. What do you think of this? You know, you know I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't start conversations with anybody. I just right. I just walk around the store aisles, get get the few things that I need, check out, and out the out the door. Right. Well, mm-hmm. for some reason, uh, Friday was it Friday or Thursday? It was either Thursday or Friday. It wasn't yesterday, so it must have been either Wednesday or Thursday this week. So okay. so uh, I didn't really need much of anything, and and uh, they had these um, they had these I'll, I'll call them a snack tray. They had these snack trays on sale over there where they, you know, it comes with that, like the Ritz cracker and the cheese and the little, you know, the little sliced up pepperonis or sliced up uh, turkey or whatever. Well, they yeah. they had those on sale, you know, and, and they're, you know, th- those are quick snacks for me. I just like to throw a few on a plate, you know, put them in the microwave for about 20 seconds, you know, get a little mm-hmm. warmth on them. And they're, they're real quick and they're easy and, you know just eat a eat a little plate full of those and i'm good for a while you know so i thought okay i'll just pick a couple of those up because they were on sale and so that's all i grabbed i saw those things and i thought okay that's that's all i want right there i'm taking those right so i i I walk up to the to the register and the kid um ringing ringing up at the register (laughs) he says to me looks like somebody's having a party Oh boy! Really? Does it? <laughs> I said, "Yeah, party of one." Yeah, exactly. So then, while he's ringing me up, this guy walks up behind me and starts putting his jugs of water in this thing. He goes, "Hey, how's it going?" Says to me, "Hey, how's it going?" I turn around, look at him, and say, "Yeah, it's going." He goes, "Yeah, you, you know, I, I've seen you before. I've seen you at Kelsey's, which is a steakhouse. That sometimes I go to this place where they have a prime rib. I like to go there, like maybe." Once every every four or six six weeks, I'll go there. Okay. Yeah, I've seen you at Kelsey's. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I I go there. He goes. Yeah, I, I noticed you over there a few times. Yeah, great. Cool. He goes. Wonderful to speak to you. <laughs> he goes. So are you ready for this pandemic? I said, What do I need to do to get ready for it? Isn't it already here? And, and the guy I, just looked at you like, oh, you dick. Yeah, exactly. Didn't say another <laughs> word. So then I, I ring out, walk into my car. The lady, there was a lady in front of me at, at the at the um, checkout, and she had already got out of the building. And I was on my um, way out to the car, and she's putting her shit in her car. And yeah. she says to me, have fun at your party at one. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, what is with people? Stop talking to me. Yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, how about you get in the car and shut the fuck up? How about that, huh? It was just really weird, though. I, it was it was a weird thing. I, I don't know if it was just that the nervousness of what's going on and people are commiserating with each other or something or whatever, but... <laughs> But I, it always makes me laugh because periodically somebody in the chat room will put that little meme in there. It says, my neighbor said hi to me. I think I'm going to have to move. Yeah. Well, dude, I, I think with them, they're just trying to make nice with the guy they know they're going to have to listen to because you'll be the you'll be the local enforcement for the Mad Max chapter. You're probably right. In. You're probably right. They, they see you and they're like, that guy's fucking scary. Yeah, you're you're probably right. They they probably do, and they're trying to make nice now. 
Don't you remember me? I was that nice lady in the parking <laughs> lot. Hey, don't shoot me. I had some old guy walk up to me and, and he goes, he goes, you look like you know something. Yeah, I do. That you're a fucking nosy prick. <laughs> Get out of my face. And I, and I said, I do. And he goes, yeah. He says, you just got that look about you that you know something that the rest of us don't. See, that's when you should have broke out something crazy. You should have said, the aliens have landed. And just left him fuck and be dead, deadpanned with it. And just, the aliens have landed and they're coming to get us. Right. You have three days to live. Exactly. Enjoy them now. You know, and just walk away and not laugh and not break, smile, nothing. And leave this guy going, what the fuck? <laughs> Maybe but- the aliens are really here. You know, but people. but, but oh. that is just the weirdest goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just going about my business. You look like you know something. Yeah, I do. I've got the top secret info. Do you want to hear? It's going to cost you your car. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell but I know. But you got to let me fuck your wife. <laughs> you want to know? people man hey Alan kill caller you're on the air hey Neil, hey chris i'm the guy who called last week remember about the chinese conspiracy yes got, yeah yeah is alex jones there man i got some important uh questions here to ask him i don't see any cops around i think they're out to get us and i think also they're going to get us this summer with the mosquitoes you, you think yeah i know mm-hmm. you should play guns and roses out to get me okay all right. All right, brother. Yeah, make sure you tell Alex Jones to chime in, man. Uh, if I choose to do that impression, it'll be on my time. <laughs> Martial law's coming, man. No, it's not. Right. Cut it All out. All right. Go back to your sure. dreaming. <laughs> Jeez, Martial law's coming. Martial law's coming. The FEMA camps are forming now over at Safeco Field. You know, stop it. Stop it. Just arm yourself and keep one for yourself. If they come to your door, take four of them or five of them out, or many you can clip and and take yourself out with the last one. That's right. all you got to do. Right. The, the Trump administration is, is the last administration I would think about that would be up for martial law. <laughs> Not exactly the Obama administration. Yeah, you know. That whole that whole three and a half, four and a half years of um, of you know, make America great again, just to kill off America. I'm sure that's what the plan was. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm sure that's what it was. Oh, please, <laughs> too good. So, uh, since you've had time on your hands, uh, what have you been watching, Mister Aiken? I you're you're always digging up some good stuff, some documentaries and movies, and what caught your eye this week? Well, at the recommendation of the other side of this conversation, I finally watched Shut Up, Little Man last night. <laughs> Shut up, you little man! That was in one part. It's kind of funny. But it was so sad and tragic when they actually found the two surviving guys. Yeah. I, I just looked and I was like, I, I was at first the guy, he's like, well, who do I sue about this? <laughs> and then he's like, eh, I'm too old to give a shit. Yeah. I'm old <laughs> and worn out. I t- and my, bri- my brain is fried from all the years of alcoholism. Between that and the most sad thing in my 
my opinion, was when they went and visited that guy, Tom. Yeah. And he was living in a place that was not as big as this shithole that I have for the studio here. Yeah. He had a, he had a bed and a, and a chest of drawers and a little table. And that's, that was it. And he was drinking coffee out of a, I don't know. It looked like a cup that they would bring egg rolls in from like a Chinese restaurant or something. Right. I was like, Oh, this poor guy, you know, this guy ain't got shit going on for him. (laughs) But I did enjoy on some level. I enjoyed shut up little man. I had never, I'm amazed that I had never heard of those tapes. Yeah. I love that kind of shit. And that was going on when you were living out in San Francisco. Yeah, that's why I'm so, I'm really surprised that and you know I was a big fan of like Jerky Boys and stuff yeah, like course. that, and I and I grabbed up any knockoff of that I could find and I never heard of Shut Up Little Man. <laughs> Shut up, little man, fucking cocksucker, fucking faggot. <laughs> Hate all cocksuckers. I like women. <laughs> eh, too fun. Shut up, little man. That was pretty good. I watched that documentary. Um. I've been watching this show on, um, I believe it's on Crackle. It's either on Crackle or Pluto. I don't remember which one, but um, it's called Bad Teacher, and it's based on the um, the movie Bad Teacher with Cameron Diaz. Yeah, yeah, I own that, yeah. Well, the, they made a TV show about it. I don't know if you knew that. I was not aware. And uh, and it's not with Cameron Diaz. It's with a chick that's even hotter than Cameron Diaz. Okay named um ari gray gracer i think is her name and unfortunately there's no nudes of her online i looked <laughs> but um but smoking fucking hot yeah and mu- and much like the movie all of the stories all you know all of the stories are just a little bit dirty which i love i couldn't believe some of the jokes that they were telling on like what would have been network television okay i think this was on like cbs or something when it ran it only had one season. It got canceled, but um, but the jokes were pretty goddamn dirty, and I was like, <laughs> "Fuck yeah!" And it actually had like some legitimate people in it too. It had like David Allen Greer was in this show, and um um, what's her name? Um, the chick from Roseanne, Sarah Gilbert. Okay, Sarah Gilbert's in this show. I mean, it had like some decent named people in the show, but man. The, the star, this this Ari, whatever her name is, Grayson, Gracer, whatever her name is, what a hot piece of pussy. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Now, she's the kind of teacher that I could see a Judge Aiken moment with. Yeah, look at her. There's a picture of her in the chat room. She's a hot. That's not a good, really good shot of her either. But she's she's really fucking hot. Yeah, I was not aware that there was a TV show. Yeah, good. Sh- it's, and it's fun. It's funny. You know, it's, I'm going to be honest. I did not watch a whole lot of Netflix this week. I did not watch a whole lot of, um, of Amazon prime this week, other than ourselves on Amazon prime, just because I was testing all week with that. Okay. But, um, I, I've been watching a ton of Pluto TV and I've been watching a ton of, um, a ton of stuff on, um, crackle just because I, you know, I don't really, there's a bunch of shows that I want to watch, you know, Jack Ryan and, and like serious shows, but I really am not in the mood for that much. There's enough seriousness going on right now. Yeah. I just want stupid, you know, low brow, dumb humor. 
And Bad Teacher was my lowbrow dumb humor show of the week because everything was great. I, I mean, the the show, the pre I don't I don't remember. Was the premise in Bad? Well, obviously it was that she went to a school after getting dumped by a rich guy. You know, it's the same the same premise, but. For a TV show, she's fucking the gym teacher and stuff and, you know, fucking the gym teacher in, cl- in like, the, the closet at school and stuff. I was like, fuck, yeah, this rules. You know, this is great. She's out trying to teach lessons to these kids on how to be good people and then going in the closet and giving the, te- the principal a blowjob. Nice. I was, fuck, yeah, this rocks. <laughs> you know, this is my kind of show. So, yeah, that's a good picture. But look at that picture Ricky Andrews just put in the chat room. She's fucking a nice little hottie, man. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a good one. She is a good one. So that that was the main thing that I watched this week was um, Bad Teacher on, I'm pretty sure it's Crackle. Okay. And Crackle is free for people that are not aware. If you have any sort of a device, an Apple or a Roku or a Amazon or whatever, it, Crackle is a free app that you can install. So... Install it and watch. It's good. Good shit. Well, last night I was looking for something to watch. And, you know, I I periodically I'll give independent uh, documentaries a shot, but nine times out of ten they're not very good. Sure. You mm-hmm. know, so there was, I started watching this and I got maybe, boy, 15 minutes into it. I just could not watch anymore. It was just so horrific. Okay. It was called Pig Hag. Pig Hag? H-A-G, like you're a pig and you're a hag. Okay, what channel so that people know? It, it was on Amazon. Okay. It was in the documentary section. It was called Pig Hag. Okay. And it's about this fat chick. Hmm. Nice. <laughs> who's a Guns N' Roses fan. Okay. <laughs> and she went to a Guns N' Roses concert. The week that Axl Rose broke his leg. All right. And here's the, this is what, this is what it boils down to is at the Guns N' Roses concert, she met some dude. Okay. And then he ghosted her. And after he ghosted her, then he was sending her nasty texts like, you need to lose weight. You're, you're a pig hag. You're this, that, and the other. Instead of blocking the guy. She entertains this text all the way through. Stop contacting me. Stop insulting me. Stop, you know, the whole thing. It's just like after the second text like that, why didn't you just block the dude? Because she saw money. She could make the pig hag documentary. Yeah, I know. So she kept answering this guy. Okay. So there, there, there was one scene. It was so freaking ridiculous that she, she's laying in bed. And she's fl- mm. and she, you see her scrolling through her phone, and they have a screen to the like to the right of her showing yeah. what she's looking at on her phone. Okay. And she runs across a news article. She jumps up off the bed, and she's like, "What the fuck?" And you mm. you you think that she got like a text that told said her parents died or something, right? Right. So then she dials a friend, and she goes. Dude, did you see the news? Axel fucking Rose broke his leg. Oh, brother. You know, and I was just like, are you shitting me? And she goes, I got tickets for next week's show. I just wanted to go see him do the snake dance. Ugh, Jesus Christ. 
And I, and you lasted 15 minutes with this, huh? Just 15 minutes, and I was like, I can't take any more of this. This is so yeah. horrific. Right. <laughs> just just horrible. Yeah, that's that, that sort of reminds me of another one that I started and didn't get very far into this week. Um, there's a, It's a six-parter, no less, on stars. Okay. It's called um, Leavenworth, and it's about... I thought it was going to be about a guy that was put in Leavenworth for doing something fucked up in the military, right? Okay. So I start watching, and you get in a good 30 minutes or so, maybe even more, and they're just talking about, well, he was here, and he was this great guy, and he was, you know, the the most motivated, this and that. And I'm like, okay, where's the hook here? Where's the what he did, what he did? And then it took the social justice turn <laughs> and, and all of a sudden was like, but then he, then someone found out he was gay. And I was like, I get it. A social justice documentary. Yeah. So I watched exactly another 35 seconds. And most of that was fishing around on the bed, looking for the remote to turn it off. Right. And was, yep. Yeah, I'm not going to play this game. I'm not going to. I'm not going to sit here and watch another five hours of these guys railing against the military for not wanting cocksuckers in the foxhole. <laughs> you cocksucker. Cocksucker. Little man. Shut up, little man. <laughs> well, then I, I found another independent documentary, which I watched all the way through. It wasn't the greatest. It wasn't the worst. Right. It's called Darwin. Darwin. Yeah. Okay. It's about this little city out in the middle of death valley okay and what's left of it there's only 35 residents out there okay and it's mostly retired people well pretty much all retired people or people who are disabled or who basically wanted to disconnect from you know society okay and they live in death valley sure. and, and this teeny little patch of what used to be a mining town back in the late 1800s or into the, you know, all the way up to 77, I believe. I guess they mined the lead out there. Okay. And it's like right on the, right on the outskirts of China Lake, which is, you know, that military base out there. Yeah. Okay. The Air Force base out there. And so these people just live out in the desert and they, you know, they, they, they're not, you know, they're, they're nothing to look at as far as like, uh, you know, fancy people. They, they live in like trailers and you know, basically piece together houses and whatever. And they just sort of live out there, you know, okay. there, there's no economy out there. I don't even know how they, I think they all live on like disability checks or retirement nice. pensions or something like that, but I don't even know where they get their food or their groceries or anything. Right. Because there's nothing out there. There's no general store. They do have a post office, but but there's there's nothing. Goods and beads, right? They trade for goods and beads. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. So it's kind of bizarre, you know, and, and, you know, they, they, you know, talk to various residents and they talked about, you know, how they all sort of collaborate and, you know, make sure that they have their, you know, water and having uh electricity out there and they all kind of pitch in and like one guy built a fire truck okay <laughs> just just in case somebody's house catches on fire out there nice he, he collects he like fixes old cars and stuff so he's got an old barn out there and it's got a bunch of old cars and 
you got a bunch of artsy type people out there who sit out there and sculpt. <laughs> so in other words, it's basically just a documentary about some fucking town. Yeah. Some, some little town out in the middle of death Valley with 35 residents. You know, I think it's really about time that we raise the price of cameras again. <laughs> start, we're start. We've made them so cheap that everybody thinks that they can fucking make a movie. Exactly. You know, everybody can afford a camera that shoots in 4k. Now, you know, you do it with your iPhone for fuck's sakes. I know Apple advertises that they shot like Lady Gaga's video in with a phone. Yeah. So everything is so cheap to make, to make movies now that everybody thinks that they're making a movie. This sounds like something that should have never been made into a movie. Yeah. Bunch of hill jacks fucking living their life. Yeah. Wow. The hills have eyes. Yeah. Okay. Well, the hills have eyes. At least <laughs> had like a a plot line to it. This just sounds like, hey, here's Bill the butcher. Hey, Bill, what you doing? Well, I'm cutting up a cow. <laughs> exactly. What, well, well, I'm they, looking for a bench so I can work on my truck. Exactly. Like, the fuck. <laughs> Out there scrounging around, you know, just just piecing shit together. Hey, Bob, you got an extra fender in the backyard? <laughs> I need it for my truck. Exactly. Get it. Then the camera guy's like, oh, fuck, let me fire up the camera. Right. I got to film him looking at fenders in the backyard. Yeah. Jesus. Well, was this, was it any good or were, were, were uh, you, you know, it was, it was, no, I wasn't bored. I mean, I did watch it all the way through. It was just, it was just kind of, you know, odd. It was just a very odd thing that these people basically live out in the middle of nowhere. Right. And just, they survive out there. It's just strange, you know. It's a very strange thing, right? Yeah. But uh, you know, speaking speaking of iPhones and stuff, you brought up a good point about you know how good these camera phones are. Oh yeah. I, when I was uh, when I was out on the road last week with Dokken, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't watch live television, you know, news and things like that. I don't watch any of that. But you know, when I'm in the hotel room. You know, flip the TV on because I don't really watch TV, you know, uh, network channels and stuff. What I Mm -hmm. notice, though, now is that because television uh, stations, the local stations are probably, you know, just barely hanging on because who's watching network TV anymore? Yeah, probably not many. Yeah. So what I'm noticing now is that these TV stations have cut back so much with their um, staff and their equipment and all that other stuff. I noticed yeah. on a couple of different occasions that the on, on-site on reporters, you know, hey, we're live out here at such and such where something happened. Right. These reporters are, are holding up their own phone and, and um, reporting live using their phone. Of course. Of course. Yeah, they do. It's just the way of the world these days. You know, I look when, when I had, when I had John here last week, I don't know if, did you watch any of the actual video? I did not watch when, the video. John, no, I, I did not get to watch the video part. I did listen to the, the audio yeah. segments, but I did not watch the video portion. Well, the video came out really pretty well, actually. I mean, very clear. John's video was pretty clear. I had this thing that I spent, I think $49 on. It's a big, a big green circle thing that we attached to John's chair. And then I was able to green screen it out and put a background behind him. And it looks fucking perfect. 
I mean, it really looks perfect. And if you saw how I, I mean, you've been here to see the fucking Jerry rigging I did with this with towels taped up over walls and fucking a green screen nailed to the wall. You know, I did it that way. And then when I put the camera in, I literally took one of these Logitech cameras that, what do they cost? 80 bucks? Yeah, not they're, they're coming down in price even more now, but yeah. They're, they cost nothing. And I shot him in 4K. Yeah. I shot him in 4K. And it, it looks better than, than any of that video that you're talking about when, when they go, hey, this is Maria out on, the, out on location on Skype. You know, I love that now when they say, yeah, we're, we're, we're going live on location and they show them and they're clearly just holding their phone out like this. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm talking about. All right. I'm here. I'm here on location and there's a big flood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I was talking about. So they don't even have a camera crew anymore. No. The, the, these on-site no. reporters, they just have to go out there with their phone and hold their phone up and give their on-site reporting while holding yeah. their phone up like a selfie stick. Yeah, that's probably what they did. They replaced the cameraman with a selfie stick. Yeah. Here you go. Get out there. You know, make sure you send it in. And in fact, we're not even going to pay for Wi-Fi on there. Go over <laughs> by McDonald's and use their free Wi-Fi. Exactly. <laughs> but that's what that's what it's all come down to now because, you know, network TV is dead. Yeah. Yeah, same way with, yeah. you know, same way with commercial radio and whatnot and so for those that are still out there uh doing something you know providing the local news they're the right. reporters here take your iphone out there no we don't have a camera crew or a van anymore yeah no just get out there take your car <laughs> and we're not going to reimburse you for gas either. <laughs> yeah okay. just just write it off on your we'll give you a 1099 yeah. write it off yeah. on your taxes we're going to give you $25 for that story. Exactly. <laughs> we're we're going to piecemeal your stories. Yeah. It, it's, it is really, really sad that, that that's where we've come to. You know what else is sad when you see it these days? Oh, Topanga. Hmm, that's not sad. But anyway, <laughs> anyway um, um, the other thing that is sad is, you know, I've been watching, like I said before, I've been watching a lot of Crackle and a lot of um, Pluto TV. And with with those two um, platforms, they run some local commercials. Okay. And it's immediately clear when they switch from commercial company that has money versus commercial company that has no money. Because commercial that has money looks clean. Yeah, it's all it's professional and clean. Commercial that has no money looks like it was shot in 1985. It has that haze of blur, so it, it just looks all blurry and sloppy. What well, was and it? A, was it a commercial for Maury's wigs? Maury's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't come off. And then, and then, next thing you know, he's being choked out. <laughs> I like that's one of my favorite scenes in that whole fucking movie. When he's choking about, and instead of trying to help him, Ray Liotta's just laughing his ass off because yeah. the pulled back. Yeah. Well, but but see, this is this is where I pat you and I on the back. We've been yeah. self-producing for years. Mm -hmm. Now everybody, everybody else now is just catching up. You know, we've been yeah. doing it on the on the fly and on the on a you know next to no budget yeah. for for decades now. Yeah, so we know what it costs. Yeah. So don't tell us it's costing some great amount of money. 
Because it costs shit. Yeah. Costs nothing. Yeah. So that's that's where uh, that's where commercial TV is at now. Is <laughs> filming it on your iPhone now? Yeah. I wonder if some of those guys like the, you know, like the. What is that guy that does the news network guy, but he's not really a news guy? Oh, Gary, Gary Franchi. Yeah. I wonder if he has like a tripod with his iPhone set up in front of that desk. Well, I, I, I'm sure he has some kind of a, he probably uses like Brio cameras or something. Okay. And, uh, he probably, because I noticed that, you know, the cameras switch, he's got like a two, you know, like a two camera shoot thing going on. Sure. Cause so, mm-hmm. so I think that he probably has like two, uh, you know, two Logitech cameras of some kind and a green yeah. screen like you. And he runs that video behind him and he sits at a, at his news desk. Yeah. Probably in the room, you know, in a room, the size of your room. Yeah. And just does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we could do a, I know how to do a two and three. Well, we did a two camera, a three camera shoot. Didn't we? With yeah, we the, did. Um, with Cleon's thing. We did. And we were doing it to where it was showing two of us, and then I would hit a button. I was using OBS, yeah, which you is just, the software. Yeah, you just switch it over. Yeah, and I'd switch to a new scene, and then it would put us on the side and the band in the middle, and, you know, we were, we did that. Well, I mean, I'm re- well, even even uh, Anthony was doing that early on before, you know, he uh, he actually has a crew that, that does, you know, his, his audio and video production, but prior to that... Uh, I was watching one of his videos when he started uh, compound media five or six yeah. years ago. And he, right. he was talking about sitting behind that desk there and he had like a little control panel mm-hmm. and he said, you know, not only was he, you know, conducting the show, but he was also running the cameras and everything. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I was a little more, more focused, I would do the video it, truthfully, if we could figure out how to not have OBS absolutely bog down my computer by the end of the show, <clears throat> I would shoot the whole show in OBS. And that way, whenever we talk about and I'm going to get there. I just haven't, you know, now that I have a little bit of free time, obviously I might. But, um, you know, I, I would love to set ours up so that when we start talking about people or whatever, you can I put can it just, up on the just, screen. Yeah, and pull it up and just show it. You know, and I know how to do it. I mean, I've done it testing here at the house. It's just, I don't want, if, if the computer gets bogged down, it takes like 20 minutes to reboot this bitch. And and I just don't, you know, we don't have 20 minutes for me to be fucking around with the computer. Right. You know, so I haven't done it yet. But um, who knows? I might because, you know, this week, this is, I'll, I'll tell you, this is ironic and in a good way. I was talking to my brother I don't know, a month or two ago. And he uses like he, 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 he develops software for major banks and stuff. And so he has to test everything that he does on across all platforms. So he always has a plethora of stuff, an iPad, a surface, uh, you know, computers, Macs, PC, you know, all the, all the gear, yeah, everything, every type of platform that you need, he can fire it up he, and use it. Yeah, he he can come up with it. So I had asked him, I was like, hey, you know, my my iPad is starting because I burn it up with the show every week. The battery's starting to go bad on the iPad. It's like three years old, so it's probably time to get a new one anyway. So I had asked him, I was like, what do you think I should get? Should I get another iPad? 
or should I maybe look at a surface? And he, he hits me back and he's like, well, if you don't care if it's brand new surface, I've got a surface pro just sitting in the closet. You know, it's brand new. I'll send it to you. And I was like, fuck yeah. You know, so he sends me this surface. So now I have a new surface and I'm thinking that I'm going to probably use that thing since it's, it's brand new, you know, and I'm going to use that to maybe start learning some different video technology so that we can do some different things here on the show. Cause now I have a, you know, the surface runs windows. Okay. So I can literally interface that to this computer and run different cameras from different things or, or different platforms to where I can do some different shit now with, with the video. So probably this week I'm going to set that all up in here and, you know, I don't know where I'm going to put everything cause I'm kind of out of space on this little desk, but you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try and figure it out so that we can improve what we do on CMS TV. Cause I would like that if, if when we're saying, yeah, you got to see this teacher, boom, she's on the screen. Right. You know, that, that's the one thing I think we don't do that we could, but I just don't want to spend any more time on a Sunday editing it in. Yeah, I get you. You know, so, but I think that that would be a definite cool addition to the show. Mm-hmm. So, well, you know, from, from my end, as far as the, uh, um, technical stuff goes, you know, mm-hmm. I, I've been, I've been running the board and the music and the stream and all that stuff for years. Years, right. You know, and, and it's just funny that, uh, you know, now the commercial outlets are down to doing that. Right. It's well, like, you, you got to do all this yourself now, pal. Yeah, of course. You know, get to it, fucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's just no money in it anymore. Yeah. No, there's not. So, but, you know, we'll just keep doing our thing and we'll be as good as the networks, I guess. Or Or the networks will be as good as us. Yeah, probably more than the case. More, more true. <laughs> so anyway, well, anyway, that brings everybody up to date with what we've been uh, filling our time with. Yeah, that's right. I hope everybody, uh, wherever you are or whatever you're doing, you you know, just kind of stay the course, keep keep a level head, and you know, don't don't wig out. Yeah, arm up, but stay cool, relax. You know, have your weapon with you just in case. Yep. But, you know, no need to shoot anybody just yet. Just kind of relax. That's what everybody needs to do. Just chill the fuck out. Yeah. And do yourself a huge favor, people. Not that I'm trying to dictate what anybody does in their life. I'm not. But stop watching the fucking social media. Yeah. It's just making you nuts. It's 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 really just making you crazy. It It just is. But, yeah. Oh, you know what? Dude, before we go to songs and stuff. Yeah. Guess what I did today? I can't I imagine did something today. I did the the Rock God podcast. I did that that religious podcast. Oh, okay, today. yeah, yeah, yeah. You talked about that last week. Yeah, I actually chatted with the guy David. Really nice guy. Mm-hmm. And I'll let everybody know when it comes up. I it it was first of all, I I didn't know we were going to go as long as we did. I thought it was going to be like thirty minutes or something. Okay, it was. An hour and a half. Yeah, you, you co-hosted a show. Pretty much. I've already done <laughs> one show today. <laughs> but but it was, I, I'm going to be honest, and, and this is not shitting on anybody else's podcast that I've done, but this was just a lot of fun today to, to talk 
talk about some religion and how it ties to, um, you know, to my own life and, you know, belief systems and stuff. It was a totally, totally different thing than I, than I've ever done. You know, even on this show, I, I don't think I've ever really gotten into it like that and talking about scripture and stuff like that. And I know that's probably, people are probably like, yeah, the guy that talks about fucking pussies and fucking <laughs> porn, you know, sex. <laughs> exactly. The, the ultimate fuck you man getting into a, an hour and a half religious context. But, um, it was, it was totally great. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, the name of the podcast, it's on Spreaker. It's called the rock God podcast. I'm pretty sure that my interview's not up there yet but it will be probably in the next couple of days, I'd imagine. And it's, it's, I encourage everybody to listen to everything that I do because let's face it, I'm the most important person on the planet, <laughs> but, but this was seriously one of the more fun things that I've done in a while. Yeah, Cause and, it kind of broke from the norm. Yeah, it really did. And I think people will be very surprised that at a lot of my religious takes, cause I think people think that I, even the guy today, one of his questions to me was, was well how long have you been an atheist <laughs> and i was like i was like i've never been an atheist i'm not now and he's like what do you mean i was like hey i believe in god heaven hell yo devil all that shit i believe in that shit mm -hmm. and he's like really and and then we got into talking and you know talking about my accident and how i associate religion to my accident and you know shit like that it was really fun mm -hmm. I, I i i went into it a little bit cold not gonna lie i was like I was like, what am I going to talk about? And, you know, I was hoping that this guy didn't think that I somehow had like a secret life of being like <laughs> legit guy or something. And right. that I just do, do, um, you know, shock jock radio as, you know, like the counterculture to my religion or right, something. Right. Like it's your alter ego. Yeah. I was hoping that wasn't what it was and it really wasn't. It was cool. He was really cool. He actually interviews like a lot of death metal people and stuff. So it, it was definitely cool. So for people that want to hear that, it'll be up, I'm sure, sometime this week. It's called the um, Rock God Podcast, and it is on Spreaker. So good shit, man. So so you didn't pull him into your darkness? No, no I didn't try to. Why yeah. would I try? Dude, my, my, my vortex of evil is out there. If people want to get pulled in. They're pulling I, themselves in. Yeah, I, I was only making reference to that uh, email we got a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. About, your, about, your, about your darkness and see the light and mm -hmm. me, me stop being your enabler. And <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm so in, I, because I'm so influential in your life. Well, yeah, because if, if there's one thing I'm known for, it's being led by other people. <laughs> well, according to your ex, I was leading you well, down that path. Well, according to her, everybody was leading me away from her. So <laughs> whatever. And she didn't realize that, that she was leading me away from her. Right. That's the only one that led me away from her was her. So anyway, whatever. Check it out. Rock God podcast. All right. Spreaker. Very good. Now, hope, hopefully he has, uh, does he have good audio quality and stuff? Does he have good audio quality? Yeah. All right. What the hell's going on? I don't know. Maybe, maybe the internet's getting fucky, but all right, well, let's, uh, let's take a break. Let's play a couple of tunes. Let you start, uh, processing your video. 
And uh, I got a uh, request here from our good friend Chris Wicks. He wants to hear something from Asphalt Ballet, and uh, he wants to hear Soul Survive. So here it is. It's Asphalt Ballet exclusively here. On your classic metal show. Today, banks are expected to be more open, but they're also expected to be more secure. How do you do both? IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. It's a platform that will help you handle regulatory compliance, protect data privacy, and speed up innovation. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work. Today, banks are expected to be more open, but they're also expected to be more secure. How do you do both? IBM has designed the first financial services-ready public cloud that gives you the best of both worlds. It's a platform that will help you handle regulatory compliance, protect data privacy, and speed up innovation. So banking can be easier for banks. Visit ibm.com slash financial cloud to learn more. IBM, let's put smart to work.